Hey everyone, welcome to the ANA show. Today we're going to do a quick sobriety status update, then we'll get into the Monday message, which is something I've really been trying to focus on more and more each day, which is just trying to realize how blessed I am. And then that leads into me trying to complain less. Then I have my friend Danny on to help tell the story of the time I had to be choked out at his bachelor party. So let's get after it. Okay, so today is number 16, 16 days without a drink. That's right, only one day away from being two weeks sober. I'm super excited, and I can't wait to reach that one-month mark. And my blood pressure is down to normal levels still. I got tons of energy. I'm getting a, a lot of great sleep, and I'm waking up early feeling refreshed, and I'm able to make it to the gym. When the doors open, sometimes I'm even there before the doors open, sitting in the parking lot waiting for the dude to show up to unlock the door for me. And I'm going in there having a great time, slaying the weights, killing it, throwing around some major weight. It's just what I love to do. And it's almost like I'm a different person. It's like I, I went hiking at some national park and seemed to go off trail and slip into a, a portal. And now I'm in another dimension, like another me. It's like I'm that Jet Li character from the movie The One, the good guy. But, you know, I got to keep my guard up because I still have that evil motherfucker, the evil me, coming after me. So I gotta stay on alert. So anyway, I'm, I'm killing it in the gym, then I'm getting to work about 15 to 20 minutes earlier now. I used to get there right at seven. Now I'm there early, able to get all the tools ready, get everything organized and ready. So when everyone else shows up at seven, they're ready to rock and roll. And that's actually a good segue into the Monday message. You see, I'm a landscaper. I believe it was about four years ago or more, my brother, he was a teacher. And he decided he wanted to quit and, and open up a landscaping business. So that's what he did. And I believe that was around the time I decided to quit the riverboats. And so I knew when I quit the riverboats, I had a job to fall onto. And so that's what I did. And I've been there ever since. Now I have quit and tried other jobs, but they didn't really work out. And so now I'm back there. And I'm going to be honest with you guys and keep it real. I, I don't like it. It's not something I love to do. Now it does have its days, it's good days. I mean, it's it's very laid back, you know, it's just my brother and I, and we even have our brother-in-law helping us. It's decent pay, I make a pretty decent living, but it's not something I love to do. And I find myself getting really frustrated sometimes, some days. And since I was you know, young, I, I have struggled with anger issues. It's something I, I got on this long list of shit that's wrong with Travis that I'm trying to fix, but I'll get there. And so I had a little episode the other day and it was just something I got so frustrated and, and just a rush of energy came over me like a rage. It was almost like I went Hulk mode and I ain't trying to scare anybody, but that's just the only way I can describe it. And so I got super mad. I just threw some shit, knocked stuff over and I had to go sit in the work truck for a while. And I'm sitting there and, and at this time when I get in the truck, it's like I lost all my energy. It's like I'm just depressed, like I can barely move, and I'm staring off into the distance and just thinking, like, why am I here? How did I get here? You know, I don't like doing this shit. And then I start thinking in the past about all the fucked up shit I've done. And I'm like, well, this is probably all I, I, I can do. And so my brain is just, fuck with me. I don't know if you ever just let your brain just 
infect you, you know, it gets infected with all these, these negative thoughts when in reality, it's not true. What you're thinking isn't true. And so I was able to cool down and get back to work. And so that happens on occasion, something I need to work on. So the other day we had a job and everything was going great for a little while. Then out of nowhere, it just went completely downhill, just turned to shit. And I found myself getting frustrated again and getting angry, getting those same thoughts in my head. It's almost like I just want to say, fuck it and go home. You know, but I couldn't, I, the job had to get done. And on top of that, I get a text message from a mother saying that my dad's in the ER and he's going to have to be admitted to the hospital with heart problems. Basically, he had a heart attack and he had to, he ended up having to have a stent replaced. And so I was like, great, that's a, what a lovely day. Just added to the list of shitty things that are going on today. So we eventually got the job done and I went to visit my dad in the, in this hospital room. It was just me and him. And, and he was just in so much pain and it was, it was, it was hard to see. And one thing about my dad, he, he's had uh, heart issues for the longest time. You know, he has diabetes and it seems like every other day there's something else going wrong. Once he thinks he is getting over something, something else pops up and it's like he can never win. But I also want to say my dad is one of my, not one of my, he is, he is my biggest inspiration. My dad for the longest time has had these issues and he keeps on going, keeps believing he can get better. And I believe he can too. And so he's my biggest inspiration. And so I leave the hospital, you know, I had to head home and get stuff ready for the next day. And I'm just, you know, thinking about how upset I got that day and my dad in the hospital. And then I remembered there's been a, a couple times in the past where my dad would tell me, you know what, son, I can't wait till I get better because when I do, maybe I can come help y'all work. And then it was almost like I had an epiphany. I was like, hold on a minute. Here I am, an abled body, 33 year old. You know, I got hands that work, I got arms that work, I got feet, I got legs that work. And there's, there's people like my father who would give anything to feel healthy enough to go do what I do as far as work-wise, you know, landscaping. And I, I'm going to complain and get upset about stuff like that. And then I, I got to think a little deeper, you know, it made me realize how blessed I was. You know, every day I, I wake up is a blessing, really. I mean, there's some people that didn't wake up today. Every time I step out the door and get, you know, go to work, I'm like, man, somebody didn't wake up today. Somebody, there's somebody out there that, that don't have legs. They don't have arms. They don't have hands. And so I, I think about that. And I even remember one time I was just turning on the TV, flipping through channels. And I, I happened to stop on this, this show. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember it was this lady talking about how she used to love riding motorcycles. She loved riding motorcycles. And one day she was just riding down the street and out of nowhere, she just wakes up in the hospital. What happened was a gust of wind blew through and, and knocked a, a tree limb on her. Boom, she's paralyzed. Out of nowhere, she's just paralyzed from the waist down. She can't walk. And here I am gonna complain about my job. It just don't make no sense. So I, I, I realized how blessed I was. 
And then I even got to thinking about how I've wasted so much of my potential the last 10 years with my alcoholism. And I really felt ashamed. You know, like I said, I mean, I'm so blessed to be healthy and able-bodied, you know, able to lift weights and stuff. I mean, there's people out there that can't walk, like I said. You know, there's, there's blind people out there. I mean, there's people out there that's got it way worse than me. And here I am going to complain about my job or get upset about something. I mean, it happens. We're human. We, we get upset about things. And so that just really hit me hard. And I got to work on that. Just realizing how blessed I am. And, and then I got to thinking about how, like I said earlier, my dad is my inspiration. And he's, he's pushing through every day to try to make it through his pain and his suffering you know, trying to overcome all that. And, and that helps me try to better myself now. And so maybe you're going through something, an addiction or, or pain and suffering. And, uh, there's someone out there watching you. There's someone in your life that if you overcome that and you just persevere or persevere, however you pronounce it, just keep going and pushing through that, that might inspire them. And so what I'm going to try to do now on top of, you know, being sober and trying to be better, I, I want to try to change. So maybe that there might be someone out there that I can actually inspire much like my dad inspired me. And like I said, maybe you're changed for the good. You're overcoming an addiction or depression and just changing yourself, you know, just changing for the good and being a different person. Someone's watching you and they could be inspired. You could be their inspiration. And so I challenge you to, to make those changes. Let's, let's do it guys. Let's be better because there's people out there that need to be inspired. So that's my challenge for you this week. Be better, make a change, overcome whatever you're going through, persevere, keep pushing through the struggle because someone out there is watching Someone out there might need to change as well, and you can inspire them to do that. So anyway, let's get to the story. Well, I'm here with my friend Danny, and he's going to help tell the story of that time I had to be choked out at Danny's bachelor party. What's up, Danny? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Happy to be here. At my house. Yeah, we are at <laughs> your casa. And before we get started, I feel like we should just like shoot the shit for a minute. So yeah, because it's been a while since we've seen each other. True anyway. that. True that. So what's been going on? Just staying busy with work, and I mean, obviously, I just got back from vacay, and I'm doing a lot more traveling this year than I've been recently, and I'm excited about that. But uh, just working, working. Hell yeah. Uh, why don't you tell everybody a little about yourself? So. Uh, Maybe I can just ask you a few questions. Sure, buddy. You're a huge Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> yeah, man. Miami everything. Yeah, dude. We were literally just talking about it before we recorded. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I think one of the most important things everybody needs to know is about your dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I could uh, I could bring him down, but he's just going to make pig noises and uh, disrupt the recording proceedings, so... Uh, yeah, I got a ridiculous French bulldog that, uh, and that's a pig. So what's, what's his name? Uh, Detective Gino Felino. I think you should elaborate on that. Like, where, where'd you get that name? It's, uh, it's from, 
uh, Out for Justice with Steven Seagal. It's the movie where he's a, a cop and uh, he whoops everybody's ass. Exactly, like yeah. every movie. Like yeah, he wins every, most of his movies. Yeah, he's got a pretty good track record on those. And uh, I don't think I've mentioned to the audience yet that I actually have a a dapple Dotson sausage dog. AKA, <laughs> yeah, yeah, aka Wiener. Travis's dog is Mason Storm, and his namesake is. Uh, a Steven Seagal character in this movie, Hard to Kill, where he plays a cop that uh, goes into a coma, and then he whoops everybody's ass. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to bring up now, I'm, before I say this, I'm not condoning heavy drinking, you know. I think sure, nothing's sure. wrong with yeah, yeah. having some alcohol beverages every once in a while. But someone like me, you know, mm-hmm. I, I take it too far and get crazy, and I need to sure. keep that shit on chill and stop. But I think one of the most fun times me and you used to have hanging out was when we hang out and watch Steven Seagal movies and play, yes. play the play the what the Steven Seagal drinking game. Yeah, the Steven Seagal drinking game where I, I don't even remember all the all the rules. Well, it's uh, hard to remember so many. <laughs> what, the, the basics was you know if, if you can remember all the rules, you're not drunk. Yeah, you're not playing the <laughs> game. Right? Yeah, I guess. So basically, um, you had to take a drink every time he disarmed somebody, right? You had to take a drink every time he threw threw someone through a window. Through a window. Uh, if a limb got broken. Right. If uh, like any time he tried to relate to minorities, like using ebonics or speaking in a different language, like in a bro- broken bro- version of it. Uh, what else? Like boss kill. Every time all he, that stuff. Every yeah. time he parked like an asshole. Yeah. Part, or, or yeah. Or uh, when he had a ridiculous jacket on. Exactly, that was yeah. one. Which when you think about it is a, is a lot it's pretty pretty cool but then I think you had to drink your whole drink every time there was three of those things in the same scene, scene. yeah so, <laughs> let's say like if he just if he's he disarms wearing, somebody by breaking their arm yeah, and, and he's wearing through, a rig- ridiculous jacket doing it and then, throws yeah, them through a window <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta drink your whole drink yeah so yeah. those are always some good times so let's get right into it. Why don't we Why don't we go Quentin Tarantino on them, and we'll start kind of in the beginning, and then go maybe do like a flash switch it up a little yeah, bit, like Pulp Fiction the, style. Yeah, something like that. Or maybe not all backwards, but uh, yeah. So we're besides talking, the ass fucking, where are we talking? Like, where do you want to start on the the bachelor well, party? Well, how about I start with how I came into the picture? So, I, I, when was this? I, kind of, I don't know, when was a specific date? Like three years ago. Three years ago. I don't remember the date of the bachelor party, but it was. It was the day before your wedding. Do you remember that? No, day? no, it wasn't a day before the it wedding. Wasn't? No, it, it wasn't. No, it was. It was the week of the wedding, but. No, it was the day before the wedding. It was the day before my wedding rehearsal. Yes. No, because you remember, you told me. Now this is this is we're going we're going to the future. Sure. Now. You told me that it was the following day that Sadie found out what happened, and she told me not to drink at the wedding. Yes. But that was, I don't remember if I messaged you that um, right before the wedding, but I know for, I know for a fact that the wedding rehearsal, not the dress rehearsal, like nobody was in anything, but the wedding rehearsal and rehearsal dinner was the day after my bachelor party. Cause it was the day after my bachelor party that, that I, got sur- that I got uh, surprised by my grandma coming okay. in from Columbia. Well, anywho, I remember just coming in the day of the bachelor party. I got yeah. a hotel, and our friend Bud was there. He actually stayed with me at the hotel, and so, and I think the first thing I did was I bought like a fifth of like uh, Southern Comfort 100 proof. Oh God, I yeah. didn't, I didn't even know what you had drank that day. I just knew you were. Well, bombed. see, I didn't even drink that much because 
back then I'd had problems with see you know we all know that I do you know I lift weights and stuff sure and all that so I would get to where I would do like heavy training hardcore training and then not eat enough food but then I'd immediately start drinking that's where I really fuck up so I believe that's what happened because earlier that day I hit chest real hard in the morning Mm -hmm. and then did the three hour drive up uh, for the bachelor party and so why don't you take over now and begin to where like you came in to the surprise bachelor party well, okay uh, when I got taken to because uh, I, I do want to say I got taken to the probably, clubhouse yeah. not knowing thinking I'm on my way to the bar yeah my friends are taking me to uh, unbeknownst to me then a, a clubhouse at, at Port Royal Golf Club and I'm being led into I guess like one of the ballrooms they've got or a conference room and like all my best friends are right there in this room Stone Cold Steve Austin's music comes on there's fog everywhere obviously when the fog like when the fog's happening I don't I don't realize that uh that 30 motherfuckers are in there (laughs) ready to scream at me you know when the smoke clears a little bit uh that happens and uh i freaked out because like that was a pretty sweet surprise and uh yeah that was kick-ass the metal band playing yeah the metal band so we you know because your friend has a metal band a couple of them starving the south starving the south name and so you basically had a a metal show a surprise can can i call it death metal or should i just call it metal no just metal we'll call it southern metal southern metal yeah uh, you had your own little surprise uh, southern so, metal show <laughs> metal show in a ballroom at a golf club exactly like at their clubhouse and it's like 30 to those, so yeah. y'all need to, everybody out there y'all need to imagine just like 30 to 40 yeah it was young it was, dudes it was closer to 40 40 dudes in there yeah, yeah. just straight up moshing yeah <laughs> moshing moshing to, to some metal uh some guys are dressed up some guys aren't a lot of dude sweat going on a lot oh, yeah. of a lot of happy manly bodies flying about the room basically the way that uh we dance to this crazy music that our parents hate oh yeah and uh so that probably lasted what about an hour or less yeah they played for like maybe yeah maybe like 30 minutes to i don't think they played a full hour uh but the i do know about the the time that we were in there and i didn't learn about this until the day or the next day is that we got Noise complaints in there all night. Of uh, course. The, after the fog machine had gone off, and I actually forgot to cover this part, because, I mean, I haven't really talked about my bachelor party until now. <laughs> Besides the I'm day put, after, you I'm know what I mean? you on the fucking spot. No, it's, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> but, uh, no, the, the fire department came out right after uh, the fog that. machine had happened. Maybe you hadn't gotten there yet? No, you had to have been in there. there. Yeah, yeah you were already in there. I was yeah, probably the, just hammered. So the, the, <laughs> no, not the fire department, like the fire marshal came in. Like a fireman came in there uh, and had to talk to, I'm guessing, Grady. Like, t- you know, he's explaining to him, like, hey, we've got this place rented out. we got a fog machine. That's all that was. Uh, and he came out again later in the evening before we all left to go to the after party, I guess. So... Why can't they just fucking leave us alone? Yeah, man. I I think they just wanted to crash the party. That's true. They're that, jealous. That's what it is, is. Is first responders wanted to crash my bachelor party, which who didn't want to? It was a good right. time. I, I thought. With that being said, we down. respect all first responders. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hell, <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, absolutely. Disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, and there was some awesome food there. I remember. I think 
and I don't know why I did this. You know, obviously I was I was hammered. Sure. Um, I guess I threw some food at you or something. I do else. not remember that. Uh, I had I had. Uh, <laughs> the, probably by that time you were probably pretty. I, yeah, I, I got pretty bombed, man. Like I, I mean, it was my bachelor party. I, oh, of course. I did wait a while to start drinking because I was so uh, like wound up from the surprise. Right the music, everything going on that I like needed a minute to, uh, like gather myself. So I couldn't right. even like start drinking. Cause I was just so jacked just for like adrenaline. Like, Oh my God, like right. I got my homies here screaming at me and, and throwing me this party and all I'm doing is just getting married. Like, right. And I just, I just think I remember that, you know, we had that food set up and I think I had a big old thing of, yeah, the like, food was bomb. I do remember that. that. Yeah. I had the food a to go really box good. of food and we were all fucking around outside. I guess making our way out. Okay. And we're, I think I just and like you threw food at me, dude. I don't remember. It was like, that. Yeah, I think I just chunked the whole thing at you and it just smashed all over the ground. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. It is funny. I don't think any, I don't think they appreciated it though, but whatever. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, okay. So from, from there, me and bud, I think we went by cheeky monkey for a while. Uh, and I guess we should go ahead and tell everybody this is Branson, Missouri, where this is taking place. Yeah. Is that is that where the after party was? No, it wasn't. It was St. City. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, there's yeah, no me, way that's yeah. where we went. <laughs> no. Like, we, we left. You the, guys yeah, went yeah, there. Yeah, me and Bud okay. went there. I guess there, oh, God. there was like a big gap between uh, to clean, clean up and stuff and then move on to St. City's. Okay. And so. Yeah, I think I came back home is what I did probably. That sounds about right. Is what I, Like I would have come back here to change or something mm -hmm. and then, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you just went straight there. Who knows? So let's go ahead and go to where the... Well, shit hit the fan, I guess, in a way, or some oh, sort. Dude. So I, I vaguely remember this. I uh, I kind of remember most a little bit of it. Sure. All I know is we were in. We, me and Bud went to Saint City, and yeah. I guess some female, uh, from what I thought was being a bitch, and okay. like I mouthed off to her, and she's like, uh, or something yeah. like that. And I kind of like lost it, and yeah, I think, everybody was trying to calm me down. Yeah, that's so. They tried to get you out of there. Somebody did, and I don't even know who it is that ended up doing it in the first place. Well, basically, from because somebody choked me out. I don't remember who it was. Maybe Bobby. Well, I would just assume it had to be like a group y'all, like kind of. <laughs> I don't know, but so I, I believe I was choked out. But then I don't know if it was before or after that the cops showed up. Yeah, cops there. that that part I remember the cops yeah. like was I don't remember the, uh, like, and, and I guess when uh, you out of there anybody yeah. trying to get you so out. So I of guess there. when uh, when I was choked out, I guess the fall, I got cut open. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I got this nice little scar. See, I got a I got a list of scars on my head. I got scars over <laughs> here. Whiskey so marks, if scars. you will. Yeah. Well, some of them were from my MMA days in the mm. cage, and the nose right. one is from Iceland, which will be a story in the future. Sure. And then, yeah, so this one right here is from that place. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, there was blood everywhere uh, from what I hear. And the cops were there. And I remember the cops, it's almost like the cops didn't give a fuck. I think. They, yeah. So the cops, this part I do remember. So, like, I didn't black out. I just kind of grayed out. But uh, I do remember that. I, I remember joking around with the cops and the, uh, the EMT that was outside. Because I'm pretty sure there's an ambulance there. I didn't remember that one. Uh, yeah, every every emergency service in the city yeah, so came we, out so for it's, my bachelor party. Yeah, so yeah, fire department. So you got fire department twice, ambulance, and, and, and police. police. Cool. Yeah. Did it happen to make the news? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> Yeah, right? Uh, 
yeah, in a, in a small place like this, I, I would have, it really should have made the news. Like, I can just see it now. Uh, man's <laughs> like, bachelor party calls out. Yeah. B- buff drunk guy takes his shirt off and yells at cops, doesn't get arrested. Like, <laughs> goes home and just fine, yeah. So, and at that point, I'm outside. Someone called an Uber. I might owe somebody some Uber money. I always thought about that. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody called you an Uber. You tried to get the police officers to cuff you and arrest you, and they... It's not. I don't. I. It's not that they didn't seem to care. Who knows? Maybe they had bigger fish to fry that night, or uh, they had already been made aware of perhaps the fire department coming out to the right. bachelor party twice. And I, I. don't know. Who knows? Maybe they got there and they're like, "Oh my god! Like, we don't really want to deal with this." And just they might have been about to be off. Like, screw it. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? But like we said, like I stated earlier, you know, we yeah. we, we love our first responders. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. And our police officers. They, they sure as shit didn't escalate anything. Nope. Like they were they were totally fine. Yeah. And so there was an Uber come up, and I remember Bud and maybe you, maybe some other people were trying to get me in the Uber. The Uber wouldn't take me, probably because I, I was bleeding everywhere. That I don't remember. Yeah, the Uber would not let me get in. That might have been after I got in somebody's car, because... Maybe. I, I do vaguely remember coming home, <clears throat> crawling into bed with my then-fiancé, and... And like that was it. Like I told her, like, hey, I made it. I'm okay. I'll be now, fine. He, now here's here's part of the story that I remember yeah. pretty well. And this is, I just baffle myself every time I, I think about this and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So when the Uber wouldn't let me get in the car, I yeah. took off running into the darkness. Oh God, you went on a you went on a drunken midnight run, huh? I did. Yes, I just <laughs> took off running and into the darkness, into the night. And I remember. I'm running down some hill. With I, no shirt at this point? Or did you I, put it back on? I think I might have had it on. Okay. Yeah, I think I had it on. That's good. And I, Looks I, less I was like, going so fast okay. and I was so drunk yeah. that I fell and smashed my face into the ground. And so I don't remember if you remember your wedding, I had sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, you were cut. You looked like yeah. you caught a, a right hook from, it looked like from I was not somebody, rank. but from like a tree. Yeah. Like, like a tree yeah. so this swung whole, at you. Right. So the whole left side of my face yeah. was all, yeah. That was because I fell and landed on my face. Ah, and who yeah. knows what you would have landed on if it would have been it was, like, oh, it was a, the concrete. It was a concrete. Oh, rock. shit. Yeah. Just, it just pavement. Yeah, that's not fun. So there's more blood <clears throat> coming. Yeah. Coming out. And so then I remember I, Damn. I believe that's Gretna Road. Is that Gretna Road going to Cheeky? You know, right sure. there? Sure. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. So I'm on that road trying to stop traffic to give me a ride. So just imagine being a driver, like passing some buff dude. Some dude just yeah, some bleeding super everywhere. buff dude that's bleeding. That's, you know, man, uh, if I didn't know you, I don't know if I would stop. No, I, mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't know I don't if I would have been a good Samaritan. And so, <laughs> finally, yeah, finally, somebody stops and lets me get in the back of their truck, and I tell them to take me to Cheeky. And so they're closed, and so I'll hop out, and I'm all, like, drunk, and I guess you call it emotional, freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so you're with your thoughts, and you're yeah. a little... And yeah. so, like, they're yeah. out there, like, cleaning my face off and stuff. At Cheeky? Yeah. Okay, so they were closed. Like, yeah, they, they were closed. At least you didn't drink anymore like they, at that yeah. point. At least not there. Yeah, they I gave me like five more shots. No, I'm kidding. Oh, God, no. No, they were closed. <laughs> and like, so they even came out and said, hey, we're closed. Like, no. Nah. Like, dude. Yeah, yeah. And so they are like cleaning me up and stuff. And they give me a ride to the hotel. And there's Bud. 
just there like what the fuck is freaking out like where you been so you had the key he didn't no he did he was oh okay. yeah he was oh, in the room fuck. Okay. he just didn't know that would have been else. so shitty if he was just like <laughs> waiting outside of your hotel room like dude what the hell you left me here <laughs> you forgot about me no he was at you know he was at the saint city yeah, I, you know, I know yeah. he was there but and uh <laughs> so he was like didn't know like what shit. the hell happened because obviously no one chased after me i guess sure i don't blame him but and so that was when you know the next day i woke up or, or the day after that next wedding you know and that's one thing it is one of those those cases that i just really just extreme embarrassment you know especially when you have your friend saying hey you know what uh, sadie found out what happened she just she don't want you to drink at the wedding i'm like man i suck you know but it was uh i will tell you this because uh i i refuse to just judge somebody based off of like a shitty thing they've done or something you know you know because uh, i mean i didn't think it was that shitty like you, you didn't hurt me <laughs> i appreciate that but the way that you responded to me making a reasonable like request that my then fiance was making your response wasn't like oh well then i'm not going or or anything like petty right. it was it was you responded like a grown ass adult that was like taking responsibility for it and been like yeah man I, I, I get it like I fucked up I, I apologize and um, for the people I love I'm pretty easy like I'm pretty like quick to forgive on some stuff especially when you took it so like very genuinely just accepted that and it meant a lot that you still came to the wedding and you were totally cool. And honestly, I was super, I was, you know, I had that thought like now I sure. don't even want to go because I'm so embarrassed. Like, how do I look? The, yeah. 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 I'm sure that must've been a tough, like spot for you to have put yourself in, but, uh, no, it means the world that you still came to the wedding. Yeah. Uh, and you acted cool as hell and I mean, you could it, have it easily was a beautiful been a wedding. About a beautiful that. wedding. No, oh, thank you. Nuts, thank yeah. you. So, but I did, yeah. So I did have the sunglasses on because <laughs> I had to cover up my fucked up face. And I do remember as soon as I sat down in the crowd with, uh, yeah. waiting with Bud, Bud and I went. Sure. Uh, there was the guys there and they looked at us like, hey, I heard you had to choke some asshole out last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, uh, so yeah, so that's pretty much the story. And I appreciate you taking the time to go over, go over with the audience and stuff. But, the one thing I want to do, if you're sure. up for it, before we end this, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to start making it a thing with my guest. Okay. Got five questions that I'm just going to think up randomly to ask you. Like a speed round? Not, not necessarily a speed round. <laughs> not, I mean, that's it can be. So I got five questions yeah. that I'm just going to think of randomly. And you're All right. Just to get, the better, get to know Danny a little better. Sure. So you ready? Mm-hmm. Question number one. Do you believe in aliens? I don't not believe in aliens. Does that make sense? I am not about to refute their existence. Okay. I haven't personally not seen an alien. To say I believe in aliens is like, I don't know. That's a tough one to speak on because I couldn't tell you one way or the other if they exist. But if somebody said they absolutely don't exist, they don't have all that kind of proof because didn't didn't the government come out with uh, that shit uh, 
just like what a, a year or two ago that you know releasing that is, footage and yeah, well, that is like that it looks you know that's fishy though because you can't you can't trust the government well sure now that they're well of course you can't t- trust the government but uh that's the that's the military like getting footage of that shit there's there is evidence or at least uh convincing enough to me that would tell me that the coming to the conclusion that they absolutely don't exist might be silly almost as silly as I don't know that's a that's a really tough question to answer aliens well I mean you could have said I hope you could have just said yes yeah I could have just said yes but it's it's more nuanced than that dude so question number two is yeah so the World Wildlife Federation they want you to donate money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to, to talk about them, dude. Look to help that. save the polar bears. Do you think they take that money to help build like ice? But how do you build ice? That's what that's the question. Is that what they want you to do with the money you send them? Like, what do they do with that? They I don't. The polar bears. I think the polar bears need food, right? So Probably you, ice. Well, but they need yeah because they, they say they're losing their habitat. Do they have to? Man, that sucks. Like, so like, do you think that they're taking the money to go help build ice and rebuild their habitat? Because I'd like to know how that happens. Or is there? Are they feeding them? Is there literally a World Wildlife Federation people? Like for for this, I don't know if it's a federation or foundation. It's foundation. Like that's why I don't want to talk about them because because they they're the ones that are the reason that the WWF is called something different by people now. Like the World Wrestling Federation is what it is, but. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know what the, uh, enough about the World Wildlife Fund yeah. fa- Foundation, something like that, uh, to to have any idea what the hell it is they do with their money or whether they actually help the. It's not just polar bears they're trying to save, is it? Well, is it just, no. Oh, okay. Like that's one of the things I was. I just saw a commercial today. I was like, well, how the hell if I send you money, are you going to help save the yeah. habitat of the polar bears? You know what I wondered is, uh, you know, since you bring this up and we're not going to talk more about the aliens is that you you see footage of starved polar bears okay like i have seen it and i'm thinking why didn't you bring that polar bear with you why are you just recording this sad moment in right. its life yeah well they can't they, i don't know that i don't think they could survive in like well get a eight. leash or something bring it right. like to try and domesticate that yeah. shit bro like that's true um so i do support first responders i don't know if i support the world wildlife foundation well, I mean, I'm on record saying that. So. Okay. Uh, say a third question. Yeah. If you could pick any color that we could just get rid of that didn't exist, which color would it be? Ooh. Dude, that's a good-ass question. Right. Just thought of it off, off the top of my head. Really? Because that's... Okay. Kinda. Okay. That's... Uh, what color can we get rid of? How about... You know, I never much cared for purple. Purple. I don't... I mean, I've got some purple stuff. Mm-hmm. Nah, there's worse colors than that. Well, well, if it was purple, what what color would you rather Barney be if it wasn't purple? Uh, I think Barney would be really cool if he was uh, white but had, like, red eyes. So, like a white Barney albino but with red eyes would right. look really scary mm-hmm. and that like and probably like metal as fuck and that's why I would like yeah. that I don't know if kids would you know 
go for that. Yeah, I don't know if kids would. Like uh, I mean, maybe uh, we can take Barney back. You know, he was he wasn't uh, you know that generation to begin with. So, all right. So, question number four. Method Man mm-hmm. was once quoted as saying, "Cash rules everything around me." Cream get the money, dollar dollar bill, y'all. I just saw him literally before you walked in, by the way, in this show, right. in The Wire. He's in it. He plays right. a guy named Cheese. Yeah. Cream, yeah. get the money, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. What do you think that means? Uh, I think... <clears throat> I think it, it, it means to uh, go for it, follow your dreams. Um, and maybe the kind of world that he was living in at the time. You know, it may, it may say a lot about, like, the socioeconomic backgrounds. Uh, of the Wu-Tang Clan right. and maybe the kind of uh, people that they dealt with on a daily basis uh, in their burrows and you know growing up the cash did rule uh, or dictate how their lives would uh, would go that, that, yeah it's a very interesting lyric and uh, it's the, it, it's deeper than it sounds Wu-Tang Wu-Tang it is for the children I might have told you this before but did you know a long time ago the Wu-Tang Clan had a PlayStation video game Yes, uh, what the hell was it? I know, well, there were members of Wu-Tang on, uh... It was like the 13th Chamber or something. Yeah, and they they also had members appearing in, uh, what the hell was that, Def Jam Vendetta? Probably. Yeah, no, that was one of those, uh, wrestling games. I mean, technically, the first one was Def Jam Vendetta, uh, was like hip-hop fighting games. You remember that shit? Not really, but I think maybe. I've never been much into video games per se, but you need to. The the thing about the educate game of, yourself, right? True. Yeah, I need to. Be, I need to you know, yeah. do some research in fucking video games, I guess. Yeah. But that video game I was talking about, it's almost like Mortal Kombat with Wu Tang members, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. different weapons and shit. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the name of the game, but I'm aware. I like. I know the game exists. Mm-hmm. I know it's a game. I've never played it. All right, now for the fifth and final question. Okay. It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a baffling one as well. All right. If there is any, let's say any country or section of land, area, whatever you want to call it, in the world mm-hmm. that you think we could just get rid of and not miss, what would, what would that be? area of the world that we could get rid of and not miss. How about this? Uh, Antarctica? What about the fucking polar bears? Well... Uh, maybe that'll give the World Wildlife Foundation guys uh, something fucking else to do. True that. So that so how does this area get wiped out? Does it just like not exist, or is this like it, it goes away in a violent manner? Because I don't want to like. No, it just it, it basically just, it just doesn't. It's basically like, like if we if it didn't exist, it didn't exist. If it didn't exist, right. okay, we wouldn't then, even know about it. Then yeah, probably Antarctica, just because uh, while the the polar ice cap well it's not even the polar ice caps but uh yeah, I don't ice, know, ice is important i like yeah. ice uh is I'm that where polar bears are i'm not that familiar i don't know are they north polar or, or, i don't know dude I, well polar bears a... would tell me that they're close to either the north or south pole both right both of those are the coldest it's probably the some spe- if there's ever like a specialist listening to this he's like what the fuck these guys are dude he's gonna think we are so stupid like yeah. we don't have any expertise when it comes to that yeah, shit but yeah true. if it just because I don't like the cold, Antarctica can just not have existed and 
things still, like, the, the world still be how it is, I guess. Uh, still not over. And, yeah, I fuck cold weather. And if it's, if it's a place that's cold, it doesn't need to be uh, existing. So, Antarctica right. for me. Well, that is it. And I appreciate you again for being here, telling the story and all that. Yeah, uh, dude. It's great to see you. It's always good to see you. Give me a good pop hey, for this. Hey, let's do an audio high five. Well, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> t- t- test the max levels of the yeah. uh, of the soundbar here. Well, everyone, that is it for the show today. I appreciate you guys stopping by, and we'll catch you next Monday. Thank you.